Maybe I'm just like weird. Maybe I'm crunchy. This is the Southern Tea with Lindsay Chrisley. I think it's so funny when you get Christmas cards and all of these people write their children's accomplishments on the back. I don't love them. A Southern girl and a boy mom who's trying to navigate life while staying true to her roots. I am a functioning, non-functioning human being right now. Join Lindsay each week as she swears to spill the tea, the whole tea, and nothing but the tea. That is the tea. Here's Lindsay. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Southern Tea. Good morning, Kristen. Hello, hello, Lindsay. I'm glad I can see your face. I I mean, your face is cuter than mine, but hi. <laughs> I went to Chick-fil-A to get a Coke to do this recording. I, I'm you know, just canning it because I got my mini fridge right next to me for the office. So I'm just top tier these days. Wait, tell me about this mini fridge purchase that you did over Black Friday Um, and what sparked the interest for this and what's in it. So (laughs) sorry, that was a lot. (laughs) So I, my office is upstairs and I just like don't come out of my office all day long. Like we're talking 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning until you know, nine or later at night. So everybody gets mad because they're like, you're not drinking enough water and you're not eating and you're not this and what I'm whatever. So I just like took a quick peek on Best uh, Best Buy for Black Friday. And I was like, you know what? They have a mini fridge on sale. I'm going to get it. So I did. And then I all I have in it currently is Cokes and the mini charcuterie boards. <laughs> First <laughs> of all, wait, can we talk about the, the coochie boards? Because... Kristen and I were just, were we talking on the phone like over break? I think so. Yeah. I think, I can't remember like when it was, but I was like, Kristen, I keep having cravings for these, those little mini coochie boards. And then like, I forget to get them at the grocery store because mainly I never go to the grocery store. Um, I literally have just like a set of staples. Like I know exactly where they are in the grocery store and I stroll through there, grab the same thing every single week. Um, the mini coochie boards should be on there, but I grabbed them when I grabbed Jackson's Lunchables and they're like the niftiest little things to have on hand. They're so good. And like, I just also like that, you know how they say like, it's really good to eat a lot of protein or whatever. So like, it tells you the amount of protein on the top. So you just like know what you're eating. And I feel like it's, they like, they're filling. Like I feel full after I eat one. So it's like, it's like better than starving all day. It's like the perfect amount. I feel like. Yeah, it's five crackers, five slices of cheese, five slices of meat. It's perfect. Basically an adult Lunchable. I count It is, and I counted it out today. <laughs> I was like, so, how many slices are in here? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but don't you get pissed sometimes whenever they, like, miscount, and sometimes, like, you get, like, one less cracker or, like, one less piece or it's of broken. cheese or one- yeah. I when the cracker that. is broken, I'm instantly pissed, and I will piece it together like a puzzle on top, and I will just shove it all in my mouth. Oh, same. I also do that. <laughs> like, no, I'm eating every bit of cracker that is in this thing because they're not cheap. They're love, def not cheap. I love that. Um, wait, can I tell you about my morning? Yes, please do. Okay. So this morning I woke up, literally felt like I was knocking on death's door and I was like, oh God, have you ever like gotten up and you know that you have to do something and like, you're just like really not feeling it? Oh yeah. It's like every day of my life. Okay. Well, that was specifically me this morning. And normally I am so prepared. Like on Sundays, it's like my most prepared day for Jackson. Like I always 
pre-pack his lunch. Like it's in the fridge. All I have to do is pull it out, put it in the backpack. His snacks already in his bag. Um, everything is like done. School clothes laid out. Cause I'm like, it's going to be Monday and your ass is going to school. So I am definitely preparing for this because this is a joyous time. Um, but this morning I woke up and immediately when my feet hit the floor, you know, that feeling that you just like feel clammy when you have like a low grade fever. Yes. You like wake up and you're like sticky. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. that. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is definitely not going to be good. Um, so I, first of all, had to rush around to do the elf before I woke him up because let's pause. Tell me about this elf. Wait, what do you mean? Elf on the shelf? Yeah. So like, tell me about like how involved you get into, into the, like the things that the elf's going to do. Cause like I've seen people go all out. I normally post them every year. Okay. I know. Um, and I typically do go all out. Caroline and I did a couple together last year and we were just like dying laughing whenever we were doing them. We were like, this is so stupid, but like so funny. But a perk of having a best friend who's a kindergarten teacher, she's like the best at that kind of shit. Um, so this is a public service announcement. Caroline Manus, if you are listening to this, I need you to come over to my house and do the rest of my elf on the shelves because I'm just like not that good at it. Um, I felt so sick last night that I did not even put my crock pot spaghetti like up. I just left it out and was like, if I eat it again and get food poisoning, we know why. Um, I also didn't do the elf because I said, you know what? I always have to wake Jackson up so he won't see me doing it. So this morning, my elf on the shelf idea was just to put him in Jackson's basketball goal in his bedroom. And I was like, this is like the dumbest like one I've ever done in my life, but I was desperate. Okay. (laughs) So Jackson woke up and he was not amused. Like you could tell he was like, well, actually, this is what he specifically said. I can't wait to see what Elfie does at my dad's house. And I'm like, sending Will all of these like mischievous ideas. I found this like really funny one on TikTok where it draws on your, uh, the elf like draws on your kid's face and they wake up and they're like, I've got to go to school like this. And it's like glasses and he draws like mustache on the face. I'll post the TikTok video on my Instagram because it's so funny. Will was like, I absolutely am doing this one. And it's perfect because we are in the runoff um, election. So Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he was like, I'm definitely doing this tomorrow. So I'll post. I told him, I was like, you have to take a video for all of my listeners. Um, They would really love to see that. But yeah, so did that, got Jackson to school, and then had to rush my ass back home, which I normally go to the gym, um, look at my calendar and realize that Kristen has from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. day blocked off for me to be at home. And I'm like, wait, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m.? Like, that's literally my whole fucking day. (laughs) I mean, yeah. But in, in fairness, you did sign on for staying home all day. I just think that you thought that it wasn't actually going to be all day. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> and now at this point, I'm like, you know what? There has to be services that you can hire to have somebody come and sit at your house all day to wait on these service calls. And if there's not, we should invent that. Because there, there has to be. Who has time for this? Well, I was thinking like, I mean, obviously I have a, a more like – I wouldn't say lack schedule, but more um, flexible, flexible schedule where I can kind of like come and go and make things work. 
But what happened to me today, I can tell you right now, if I had taken PTO and the people didn't show up, everybody would hear about it. Just like they're hearing about it right now, even though I didn't take PTO. I'm so pissed. First of all, I need to know how people feel about service calls because the service windows, which I understand because at first I didn't really understand it. Like when I bought this house, I was like, why, why can't we just do like a specific time? Like you just come at a specific time. But then I asked a couple of people that would come, I would just like get in conversations with them at my house and they would be like, well, because, you know, the company sends us out. And then sometimes if we get like caught up in another job or whatever, it's not going to be a specific time. It might be a little later. It might be a little earlier. So we just give like a four hour time block. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, that kind of makes sense. Here's where it doesn't make sense to me. If you have a four hour time block on something that shouldn't be broken, Mm-hmm. And like you didn't break it and it was an install error. Why am I having to give four more hours of my life to that to wait on you to also not show up? Well, that's I would think that you should t- basically be the first appointment of the day if that were going to happen so that you basically have a guaranteed time. Oh, absolutely. I'm like that. It's totally unfair, literally all the way down to. Even when I got this refrigerator delivered, I don't know if you guys remember when I talked about this, but when I moved into this house, there was like a shortage on refrigerators and appliances and stuff. Remember when Mm -hmm. that was going on? It was like wash, you couldn't get washers and dryers, whatever. So I happened to just like be able to get my hands on one of these. Uh, They showed up like hours after their appointment time, just showing up like, hey, how are you? Um, I would be doing a lot better if you were here on time. Yeah. But like, also, what if you weren't home? Well, that's my thing. I'm like, then you get scared to leave because you're like, oh my God. Well, then today I was like, okay, well, I needed to take the go-between bag to Will's house. And I text Will because normally we drop it off first thing in the morning, but I knew I needed to come back here because you had that damn schedule blocked off 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I was like, this is already risky taking Jackson to school. Um, (laughs) But Could you imagine? Sorry, Jackson, you're not going today. (laughs) He would have loved it. He (laughs) absolutely loved that idea. Um, But yeah, so normally we drop off in the mornings. Like when I take Jackson to school on Monday, I'll just like swing by Will's, sling the bag at his door. Wednesdays, he slings by my house, slings the bag at my door. All good. (laughs) There's a lot of slinging. Yeah. Oh, trust me, baby. There's a lot of slinging. Um, But today I was like, he's going to think something legitimately happened. So I text him and I was like, Hey, I've got like these repairs or whatever going on at the house. Um, so I was thinking about leaving a note on my front door and be like, Hey, I had to take my kid's shit to my ex-husband's house and you guys didn't show up. So if you show up and you're here, wait 10 minutes before you leave. But then I was just like, no, like I'm absolutely not doing that. (laughs) And then they didn't show up anyway. So that's just <laughs> no call, no show up. You probably didn't get your voicemail responded to. <laughs> no, my voicemail, I tried to call the company. They also didn't like respond either. So, um, and then there was like a truck parked outside of my house and I was like, oh, that's them. They're here like 19 minutes before the end of like the service window. No, that was just a person evidently trying to figure out where they were going. So You're probably trying to use your trash cans. <laughs> it was not, it was not at my house. Um, I need to tell you though, I am so over 
having to get up to take Jackson to school, and I know every other mom that's listening to this is over this as well. I get such bad anxiety during this time of the year because of a couple things. One, you just get into that like holiday fatigue where you just like want to be at home. You don't want to be doing what feels like an appointment. Like you have to wake up at 630. You got to leave the house at 715. You got to be there on time. Um, Just don't want to be doing that. And then I feel like there's so many things that are on the calendar this time of school year. It's like they're going to a play. They're teacher gift, uh, holiday party. Yeah. Teacher gift, toys for tots, the holiday party. Um, what else did I see that I was like, what the hell? Oh, like supper with Santa. Um, there was something else too. Uh, uh, the, well, in- the field trip in between all this. And I'm like, who would schedule a field trip in December? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember ever going on a field trip between Thanksgiving and the new year. Okay, well, I don't even remember any field trips whenever I was in school, but like that's besides the point. Maybe my parents didn't send me on them. I have no idea. My parents are probably weirdos like me too. But um, yeah, I'm also not going on that field trip because I'm like, if you think that I'm going to an elf play to chaperone, you're absolutely wrong. (laughs) Like, I am not. At this point, you know what? I have really leaned into, um, I'll send anything that needs to be sent to the school if it's like, you know, the holiday cookies that were getting made for like his holiday party. And like, I'll be super extra about stuff like that. But as far as like me going and getting on a school bus and like going to these places, I feel like my nerves at this point in my life just cannot take it. And maybe I will come out of this mode. Um, I don't know if it'll be anytime soon, but my nerves truly just can't take it. When I tell you, I feel so much anxiety I look at my calendar. We all know that I look at my calendar a million times anyway. Mm -hmm. But with what's going on up at that school, I keep looking at my calendar when I tell you like 95 times a day because I feel like I'm missing something. And I'm like, if I miss sending the gift, I don't want to look like a degenerate. I had to go in and put the reminders in. And then I was like, is this even enough? Like, (laughs) is this enough reminders? (laughs) There's just so much stuff happening. Kristen? Lindsay, (laughs) did you drink your spark this morning? I did. And thank God, because it's been the longest day ever, but I actually don't feel like exhausted like I normally would. So it's obviously working. Listen, it is my every morning go-to. I absolutely love it. Keeps my energy levels high and helps me stay focused. I was actually really excited whenever I was scrolling through um, the Southern Tea fan page Facebook that so many of you guys also love Spark. I love partnering with companies that you guys also love. Spark is Avocare's best-selling energy drink mix that has the perfect amount of caffeine for the days that I feel like I need an extra push which is every day for me. It's great tasting. It is a coffee alternative powered by B vitamins to support my body's natural ability to make and sustain its own energy and neuroactive ingredients to keep me focused and alert. I definitely feel like I wake up tired every morning. So that's why I have been drinking Spark in the morning to like give me that boost to just get going. And I'm so glad you told me about it because it's definitely doing exactly what I was needing. And also the fruit punch flavor is just so freaking good. I am obsessed. 
I love it. I normally just have like a couple stick packs pretty much everywhere, like my bag, my car. Um, and they're also great for like a midday crash, but then I have the canister at home so I can just add a scoop to my water, you know, if I'm on my way out the door or I'm just hanging around the house. And my favorite is also fruit punch. It's always been my go-to. You can find your flavor of spark and discover more products for everyday health and wellness needs at avocare.com backslash Southern tea. Make sure that is all lowercase. You can get 15% off your first order at avocare.com backslash Southern tea, all lowercase now. Wait, tell everyone about me freaking out about me thinking I was going to forget to get the toys for tots. Oh my God. That was hilarious (laughs) because to me, when you're like, oh, I check my calendar a million times, I think I automatically assume that you're like me and I'm like looking at the calendar like a week at a time. So I'm looking at everything all the time. Like what does the week look like for everybody? So I put in like from the school newsletter, I put it into the calendar of when the Toys for Tots are due, like when the drop-off day is. So then you texted me, I think it was Friday, and you were like, Jackson's saying something about Toys for Tots. Have you seen this come in? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's in the calendar. And you were like, oh, see, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's good that it's there. But I also need a reminder like that Monday, if it's due Friday, I need it Monday. Like go get the toy. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, it makes sense now that you say it. But, like, somebody like me, like, I would see the whole week and I'd be like, oh, okay. I know I have to go get the toy. But, like, somebody like you is, like, not happening. Here's my thought process, though. I'm looking at the day. So, like, when I go to bed, I'm looking at what I'm doing tomorrow. And that's all that I can think about at that time. And then I'm going to – because I am living day by day. Literally, I live day by day. You live week by week. I live week by week as an overall and day by day every day. Does that make yeah. sense? But like, see, like, I, that's so I overwhelming. Tabs. I flip tabs. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's why I'm insane. Um, I flip tabs constantly all day long. I look at the week. Like I always have – and this is why I'm doing a master calendar for myself like over the holidays. So I have it for the year. But I have Kale's calendar open at all times. I have your calendar open at all times. And then I have um, – like my personal calendars on my phone. So like, it's a great time, especially when I have to shift recordings for like between Christmas and New Year's when the podcast network is closed, we're like doing like recording ahead of time to make sure episodes go out. And I had to do it for however many podcasts. I was just like, (laughs) someone send help. (laughs) Could you imagine me having a job being a scheduler for someone? No, no. I can't even keep my own schedule, like let alone somebody else's schedule. It truly stresses me out. But can we, since we were talking about school, can we talk about something like absolutely hilarious that Caroline and I regularly laugh at whenever we drink? Absolutely. Okay. So remember how we were going to do a book club for Southern Tea? Oh, I remember. I definitely remember. Oh, it was so hard to keep up with. Like, first of all, that's just so hard. What? Yeah, one book. Okay. (laughs) Book club. It's just like so hard to keep up with. And like, I really admire the people who take time out of their schedule to like be able to sit and read. I can't focus that long to like sit and read a book. And I think it might just be because of all the things that have been going on in my life for like many years that I just, my brain doesn't go that way. Um, It's good that I can even watch a series of a show at this point and not have like thoughts somewhere else. But Caroline and I were like, 
talking about how we've lied about book club before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I didn't lie about the, the Southern Tea Book Club. I really did read that book, but it was hard. Like it really was hard. It felt like it was like really drug out, even though the book was good. I just wasn't really my thing. But one time Caroline voluntarily (laughs) signed up. For an actual book club? For an actual book club with friends. No. And I guess when they got on the Zoom or whatever to do the book club, she just like bamboozled her way through the conversation (laughs) when they were discussing the book. And it literally makes me laugh so hard because it made me think about whenever I was in fourth grade and we were talking about Sacagawea, about how I did that. We were assigned book club groups and you had to read like these certain chapters, whatever, and you would come to school and discuss them. And like, I learned how to bamboozle my way through book club, like all the way from fourth grade. That's when I learned what Cliff Notes was. Oh, it was in fourth grade? That's I, that's how I learned like about Cliff Notes was so that I could get the summary and just bullshit my way through anything. However, I loved to read. So I would like read the books anyway, but I would read them so fast sometimes that retaining the information was an issue for me, like long-term retaining. So like I would read it in a day, but my test wasn't for two weeks because it took a normal kid two weeks to read the book. And then by this, like I'd be done. So I wouldn't remember. So I got the cliff notes. Like remember when you go to like Barnes and Nobles, you can get the cliff notes of different books. Oh yeah. That was my fave. I feel like I started bamboozling before like book clubs were even a thing. Like I bamboozled Accelerated Reader. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) You really committed. (laughs) Oh yeah. And my parents would get so pissed when I would get like a bad grade on Accelerated Reader. They would be like, like, are you just bad at comprehension? And I'm like, bro, like what is there to comprehend when I didn't even read it? Yeah. You're like, what do you mean? I did comprehend like the little bit of the summary that I read. <laughs> Literally the the back co- cover of the book. Yeah. Like that's how much I know about this book. Oh my God. I feel like people are either readers or they're not. And Wait, I feel but like- listen, Caroline and I literally will just be like howling about how we should be in these book clubs and just like bamboozle our way through. I'm like, that to me is a good use of my time. You could do like a series. Like you could do like a TikTok series on like bamboozling your way through book clubs. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if anybody else has done it or if it's just us. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, if they don't like to read, just like wouldn't sign up for one, you know? Oh, that was the other thing. I was like, wait, so like we voluntarily sign up to do these things. And then, oh, I know another time that I bamboozled my way. (laughs) Lord's going to strike me dead on this one. (laughs) One time I joined – because I didn't have the heart to say no, okay? One time this old lady group at church asked me to be a part of their club. And they got this, like, book. They They gifted me this book, whatever. And you would have to show up every week and talk about it. Well, I would only get through a couple pages and then it would be time to go. And then it, like (laughs) – Felt like it came again. Like it would be the next Wednesday. <laughs> and I'm like, there's just not enough time. There's not oh enough time God. to do all this. So I would just like sit and let them talk about it. And they would be talking about the characters. And they would be like, yeah, Lindsay, so like, which one do you like? And, and I'm like, like I, that one. The one that's the good one. That's 
I that's forget what his name is, but like, you know. <laughs> I'm like, God's one strike me dead on that one. Like the fact that I bamboozled old ladies at my church, making them think that I was like doing this. I did read a couple pages every week, but like not as much as they were doing. Yeah. It is a time um, commitment. It's a time commitment. It's an attention commitment. And it's hard. Wait, I want to talk about uh, a time commitment that I have fully committed to. Which is? Grey's Anatomy. Oh, you just started? Yeah. Have you, like, watched all of it? Oh, girl. I've watched that series backwards and forwards, like, probably at least eight times. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. Why didn't you guys tell me about it? Well, I tried, probably. Uh, Maybe not to you, but I definitely tried to turn Kale onto it years ago, and she just now got into it and acted like she found it herself. So I was pissed. Oh, God. But she's ahead of you now. I think she's on season... Last time I I asked her about it, it was like seven or eight, I think. I saw her post one time that she was on like season something, episode 14. It's like her favorite, 14 is like her favorite number. So I think that's probably why she posted it. There was probably no relevance other than that. Um, When I tell you, it is so good and I absolutely love it. It's just like a good, you can just sit and watch episode after episode and those are the types of shows that I love to get into, although I will say it took up, like, one of my whole weekend days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's good. Like, if you're, if you're wanting to, like, binge something, it's a good show to binge. The quotes, the wisdom, it's so good. This is um, from one of the episodes that I watched, and I absolutely love it. It said, I wish there were there were a rule book for intimacy, some kind of guide that could tell you when you cross the line. It would be nice if you could see it coming and it would be nice if you could see it coming and I don't know how you fit it on a map. You take it where you can get it and keep it as long as you can. As for rules, maybe there are none. Maybe the rules of intimacy are something we have to define for ourselves. Oh, that's a good one. It was a goodie. Yeah, but they're, they have all kinds of good quotes and stuff. They do? Is this like like, in every episode? Because I've noticed it's like pretty much like – Yeah. It's every single episode. There's like something. Like I would say like you could do like not a book club, but you could do like a – A quote club. Quote club or TV series club or like something like that. But like even then, sometimes it gets like hard. But Grey's Anatomy is definitely one of the ones where you could like binge watch. Like I have shows that I'll turn on for like background stuff that I don't have to like pay attention to because I've seen them so many times. Yeah. And I constantly go between – Gilmore Girls and Grey's Anatomy and Criminal Minds and Law and Order SVU. Those are like my. Back in the day, um, I say back in the day when Will and I were in college, (laughs) we would literally just lay in the bed and binge Law and Order SVU. I actually talked about it the other day. I was like, do you remember when we did that? And he was like, yeah. And I was thinking to myself, Obviously, we were like committing to being psychopaths at that time. So. <laughs> it's a good one. That's a that's definitely a good one. Okay, Lindsay, do you remember the other week that I was telling you how I got skylight frames because of you for Christmas gifts this year? Absolutely. How could I forget? Okay, so they are uh, just came in, and I'm starting to set them up, and they are so easy to set up. And I just wanted to do it ahead of time so that I can like give them to people and have them pre-set up for their gifts and. It has taken no time at all. I absolutely love it. And I think it's so cool that it can be personalized like that. 
in advance. If you guys have not heard of Skylight Frame, it is a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. So it is a really great way to feel close to those that you love, even when you're separated. Like Kristen said, it sets up effortlessly. Um, in under 60 seconds, you're just going to plug in, use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and start enjoying. You can send photos to that thing so effortlessly. Um, everyone in the family can use the app or you can just email them to the skylight and then they're just going to pop up in seconds. I'm so excited to see everybody's reactions because I feel like we just have so much stuff going on. We're not, it's hard to be able to keep up, especially with what's going on in everybody's lives. So it'll be so good that we can all upload pictures to the frames from anywhere. And then I especially like that you can like do the little tap feature and like heart it because then it's just like an extra, oh, like I'm seeing it. I'm thinking of you. It's so cute. It has a black frame and white mat. So it's going to look like a real photo frame and it can add a beautiful touch to your home. And you can now choose from two size options. Either the original 10 inch is what I had purchased in the past. And now they have the new large 15 inch frame and 100% satisfaction guarantee. You guys are going to love it. But if you don't love your skylight, they're going to offer you a full refund. And now as a special offer, you can get $15 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code T. That's right. To get $15 off your purchase of a skylight frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code T. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com promo code T. Um, I do want to get into the Q&A because I had posted it on Instagram and then decided that I was going to get a fever and then be laid out. So I couldn't answer any of them. So let's do it. All right. We've got they, there was a lot in there. So you're gonna have to cover some on your Instagram too. Okay. Okay. So it is. First of all, people want to know how are you holding up and just know so many are lifting you up in prayer. Um. I am going to cover everything for that on Coffee Combos this week um, in general. I think it's just a day-by-day thing. I think that feelings and emotions come and go depending on what my day looks like. So if I have a super busy day and you have things to do that like take your mind off of everything, then that's helpful. But whenever you have a day where you're just like sitting in your thoughts. That's horrible. So I've tried to stay pretty busy. And this time of year is pretty busy for us just in general. I mean, with it being the holidays, it's busy for everybody, but basketball season started. So, you know, with Jackson having practices and games and all that, it's definitely helped some to kind of keep my mind off of things. I will say that my worst times of day are in the morning when I first wake up. Um, and at night when I go to bed, cause those are the two times that I'm alone. And so I'm just like alone there in my thoughts and I can't help but to think like, it's almost like a countdown, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the time is limited. And so that has been really, really hard. Um, being in my Bible, staying faithful to church, um, being around people who genuinely make me happy, um, focusing on the things that I can control and not focusing on the things that I can't. Um, it's easy to say you don't focus on the things that you can't control, 
that might be the wrong way to say it because I still think that you focus on them. But knowing that when you are thinking about those things, you know that those things are out of your control. I feel like that's so normal, especially the times of day you're talking about because it's also when you're in the quiet. Mm -hmm. So it's like literally your mind decides to like fill fill the quiet space. And it's like, let's just have all kinds of thoughts right now. I think that's why I started a show. I have not – we all know that I watched Virgin River, um, Suburban Dad and I watched that. And then I hadn't watched a show since then. And just being by myself, I'm like, I need to do something to like put my mind somewhere else because it's literally going to drive me crazy if I don't. And so that has helped a little bit. Good. Okay. Now this is a Christmas question. What is Jackson's number one gift that he wants for Christmas? Um, He wants courtside tickets. Oh, <laughs> he knows what he wants. <laughs> he does. Um, He's not getting courtside tickets for Christmas. He's getting courtside tickets for his birthday. Oh, okay. Um, we are going to the Hawks Nets the day before his birthday and got courtside tickets. So That's super so exciting. Excited about that. But let me tell you, like while we're on that topic, I need to know, like if you were going to a game and you were sitting courtside, are you wearing a jersey or are you like going all out? Like you're decking yourself out like to the nines, like tall boots, um, like all the fashion or are you like a jersey girl? So to me, it really depends. Like, are you trying to attract like one of the players or are you going to just be like, oh, I'm courtside? I mean, I don't really care about either, to be perfectly honest. Like, Jersey. Jersey. Jersey (laughs) and like make it cute, you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, I did did get um, Jordan. So I was like, I could wear these Hawks inspired Jordans with a Hawks jersey. Um, But then I'm like weird about it because I'm like, what if one of these players thinks that like I'm – trying to attract them because I've got their last name on my back and I don't even know anything about them. I mean, realistically, you probably could get a jersey that doesn't have a name on the back. This is true. This is Or you could like literally put your own name on the back if you want to be like extra. <laughs> this is very, very true. I need to know from everybody who's listening to this what I'm supposed to wear to this. Like Jordans and a jersey or Am I wearing like tall boots and like a trench coat? Like I have no freaking idea. Like what am I supposed to wear? I've never done this before. Like I have gotten – I don't do basketball games, but I've done plenty of hockey games, like my favorite. So I always go in a jersey. Like I'm just a jersey bitch like through and through. But do you feel like that the attire changes based on – like? you don't go to courtside all the time. Like that's not something that you just like splurge on like all the time. Yeah, so no. do you feel like you really need to to look the part? Honestly, I'm just going because my son wants to go and because he loves the Hawks and because he loves basketball. And let's be honest, I'm talking myself through this. I'm wearing a jersey. I was going to say like you have to wear a jersey, but I feel like you could still make it cute. Like you could still do tall boots and a jersey. This is true, but I feel like that's just like also not me. I feel like Jordans are definitely more yeah. me. Like you have to, I'm a sneaker you're going girl. to as a sports mom. Yeah, I'm definitely a sneaker girl. But yeah. yeah, that's that's like on the top of his list. And then he just wants like not really anything that's like super fun to talk about. I guess like 
he wants jerseys for like different players and it's just like everything sports, which is kind of exciting because Will and I waited so long for him to get to this in point. this phase. <laughs> yeah. And now that he's here, we're like, wait, why do we want him in this phase? It's like $100 for a jersey. Yeah, you're like, I should have been saving up for this. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so funny you say that, though. Like, nothing, like, noteworthy to talk about outside of that. Because a common theme that I'm seeing amongst, like, all of our podcast groups and just, like, in my life in general is, like, not that nobody's excited about the holidays, but, like, no one's excited about asking, like, about gifts. Like, everything is just, like, the same, I feel like. Year after year after year, it's, like all like technology it's not like any cool like board games like we had it's not anything cool like that it's just like oh look I wanted the next cell phone or I wanted the next iPad that came out or it's just the newest switch or yeah yeah, I mean I know but we are we are kind of excited because we waited a long time for him to get to this phase so now we're like it's exciting because it's experiences I think that that's more exciting than like things it's way more exciting. And like for him to ask like, hey, as a gift, can we go and do this? I absolutely love that because we know that I love to gift experiences over a gift. I, I love that so much. And so I'm really excited about that. But something about co-parenting is when you have a child who's like into jerseys and stuff like that, and it's probably applicable to like any other thing too, like Barbies, whatever, you find yourself. And I remember my parents doing this when they would buy for Christmas. Um, Julie would call my biological mom if they were buying like games for like PlayStation or whatever and be like, okay, well you're buying this. So we'll buy this. Um, Now I find myself doing it with Will Mm -hmm. and I'll call and be like, Hey, do you have this Jersey or do you have plans to purchase it? Cause if you don't, I'm getting it. So don't buy it. Yeah, no, I remember my parents doing like collaborative effort gifts with like my aunts and uncles, right? They'd be like, this is what we're getting the kids. And then my aunts and uncles would be like, okay, so we're going to get like the expansion pack of this or like whatever. And I just remember that, especially with like, I distinctly remember it with the Barbie dream house with the elevator. Oh, Um, yeah. So like one of my aunts and uncles got me that. And then like, like the actual dream house. And then like my parents got like accessories for it and stuff. So I just, I will say I love gift giving like that though. I love a collaborative effort (laughs) effort. Yeah. I love that. It just makes it so exciting. Yes. Okay. Next question. Okay. Everyone's been asking, so we're gonna, you know, address it. Where did Caroline go and will she ever be back on? Um, I'm sure Caroline will be on at some point. Um, she actually ended up taking a new job in another county. So yeah. So, I mean, I still see her pretty much every week, but she is the um, competition cheer coach at a local high school. And so they made it really far. And I think the football team um, that her girls cheer for, they just got kicked out of the playoffs on Friday. So this coming Friday will be like the first Friday that she has had since summer that we will actually get to hang out because she's always at the football games and stuff for her cheerleaders. And then, um, yeah, it was weird because Jackson has his first basketball game on Friday. So a couple of my friends are going to come with me and Caroline's one of them. Um, But yeah, I mean, we our schedules we just always hang out and then I'm recording during the week, like when she's at school. So 
I'm sure that we'll find time to be able to connect and do that. Maybe over like the holidays or something, whenever she's not in school, maybe we can try to arrange for that. Um, but yeah, there's no falling out, no fighting, nothing. It was just, she moved. I don't see her as much as I used to see her, um, because she's been super wrapped up with competition cheer and anyone who's ever been involved in competition cheer or as a cheer mom, you know what that's like. She might just be your, you know, summertime guest because it's like <laughs> the perfect time of year for her. I know because she's off school. Yeah. Okay. Next question. I liked this one for you. How can we all pray for you? Um, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, I always ask people how I can pray for them and I always forget to ask people to pray for me or for us because I'm constantly in prayer and I know that the big man is hearing me. Um, you know, I just hope that when people are praying for us that you're praying for us to have peace in this situation um, and to be able to navigate ourselves through this situation as best as possible. Cause it's not easy. Um, it's hard enough as it is if there were no following, right. Mm -hmm. Um, when you're in the public eye and you've been on TV and you have podcasts and you're influencing and, you know, have eyes on you all different directions. I think that that adds a whole other element. Um, and it's hard when you're seeing Google alerts every single day of things popping up and you know what's true and you know what's being written about that's not. And you're not wanting to speak on certain things because you're trying to process your feelings. We've talked about that, you know, on here many of times before. Um, when is too soon and when is it not enough, I guess? Um, I think right now that we have just really taken time to focus on our thought process, our processing, where we mentally and emotionally are before we are addressing that with everyone else, because I think that's the smartest thing that you can do in any situation. Um, and I, that's something that I've had to learn that, you know, when, when you are in a hard situation, it's very easy to talk about your feelings. But then I found oftentimes you talk about your feelings too soon about something and you find yourself in a situation to where you have to kind of clean up because you, you don't feel like that anymore. And so I just ask that people pray for us to have clarity, for us to have peace. And um, that's all I can really ask for. I think that it's also important to just remind everyone that no matter what their thoughts or opinions are on the situation, there are actual humans involved. These are not just like media personalities and like further into that, like they have families, obviously, you know, your family, for example, there's, you know, two people that are heavily in, like involved in being affected, but that trickle out effect is hurting a lot of other people. And let's just be cognizant of that. Again, doesn't really matter what the opinion is of the initial situation, but having humanity and being able to show kindness 
to not just you guys, but anybody's family who has other family members that might be going through things, you know, it, it affects them. Like think about how you would feel. I actually saw this quote. Um, and it's something that I've learned over the past few years that's been hard for me, but has also been very freeing. Um, and I saw this in the perfect time last week. It said, throw away the idea that you need to pause your life until you're fully healed. This is a different way of being attached to perfection. Real progress happens when you make better decisions in the midst of living. You can simultaneously heal your past while you're, while you're being open to the present. And I feel like in the past, I always felt like I had to have an answer for everything. And I needed to be like Johnny on the spot, like, you know, here's the answer. Here's what I'm going through. Here's, you know, everything that you guys want to know. And as I've navigated myself through many different situations over the past couple of years, I have learned that it's okay to sit for a minute. Mm -hmm. Like you say, power in the pause. There is power in the pause and everything doesn't have to be perfect because life's not perfect. And that's something that I have also had to learn. And I don't think that I would have necessarily learned that without having hardship um, because it's taken a couple of hard knocks for, for me to really learn that. And I want to be honest whenever I communicate something, you know, um, this is, you know, honestly how I'm feeling. And I want to feel that I am feeling that way when I communicate that. Yeah, I agree. So Lindsay, I know we were just doing a and a One of the most asked questions that I saw was what have you been doing for your skin lately? And actually I want to know too, because your skin is looking flawless and so clear. So I have actually been using this brand called RAF5. It's plant-based, vegan, and cruelty-free. This time of year, I try to really just like focus on skincare. I'm not in the sun hardly ever this time of the year. So I have been using a gel cleanser, these acne treatment pads. Sometimes just occasionally I'll do the spot on treatment and then the nighttime moisturizer. And I always, no matter what time of year, use SPF hydrating lotion. Um, I sometimes have hormonal breakouts. And so this has been really, really great for that. And these would really make great stocking stuffers if you guys have not thought of that. I think um, the after hours moisturizer is great for anyone who suffers from dry skin in the wintertime. And then the clear away acne pads are great for anyone who works out a lot. I keep those in my car and at home. Um, they're really good to use after like a sweaty workout to prevent any types of breakouts. I also was thinking about this too, now that you're telling me that this would probably be good, especially for me um, during this time of the year when the holiday season means a little bit more sweets and treats because high sugar diets can cause breakouts. We all know that. So I think I'm going to pick up the gel cleanser and the spot treatment you were talking about to clear any pimples that might, you know, show their ugly head. And I just want to make sure that I look good for my holiday photos. So thank you for turning me on to this. So if you guys are looking for great stocking stuffers or just looking for some amazing skincare, you can use code SOUTHERN35 at RAF5.com, R-A-F-F-I-V-E.com for 35% off all products. 
Hey, Friday Night Lights fans. It's Not Only Football, Friday Night Lights and Beyond is an episode-by-episode discussion of the hit TV series Friday Night Lights, hosted by yours truly, Scott Porter, who played Jason Street on the show, and my two wonderful co-hosts, me, Zach Guilford, a.k.a. Matt Saracen, and me, Mae Whitman, a.k.a. Someone who wasn't on the show but really, really loves it a lot. We will also bring on some special guests, answer your questions, and tell you about what's going on in our lives today. It's not only football. Friday Night Lights and Beyond is available now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose! Okay, someone asked, what sports and clubs, sports slash clubs were you involved in during high school? I was involved in cheerleading um cross country track i don't really know if i was in any clubs um (laughs) you're like i was in the bullshitter club (laughs) yeah i was in the bamboozler club um i was in the let me copy your homework club (laughs) that's the only club that i was in let me guess and it was always like about five minutes before your class oh absolutely (laughs) Absolutely, it was. <laughs> oh my god! Um, is there any that you wish that you were in? Is there any sports you like wish you played? No, absolutely not. <laughs> actually, like, no. actually, take that back. I did you so um, my senior year. I had two PEs, and also I had two free periods, so it was like study hall. So really my senior year was just like a shit show. I just went to PE and study hall. And that was it for you? Yeah. And I just like played basketball and PE, just just hoop it up. Um, I do wish kind of that I played basketball because I think it would be cool to like, now that Jackson loves it, it would be cool to be like, oh, hey, I played basketball and like I was so good at this. But yeah, I don't have that story to tell. So there's that. It's just extracurricular for me. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, mom question. How did you potty train Jackson? I keep seeing questions about potty training, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go straight to Lindsay. Okay, Um, I'm probably not going to be the best person to answer this question, but I'll just give it to you honest. Um, I definitely took the approach with Jackson. I think boys generally are harder to potty train than girls. General consensus. I've heard that. And... I know that from experience with my younger siblings, my sister was actually probably an outlier. She was really hard to potty train, but I know the boys were like really hard to potty train. Um, I was potty trained, I think by the time I was like a year old. Oh my God. So I don't know. Like, I don't know how that happened. I think that I just must've like not liked to piss and shit on myself. Um, (laughs) But... I will tell you that I firmly believe that your child will let you know whenever they're ready. I think that it's good to find a character or something that they're interested in to introduce the like little potty to them so that they, you know, grow interest. And that's what we did with Jackson. We would just like introduce him to the potty and we would let him sit on it. Even if he had his diaper on, we would let him sit on it. And then, um, over time he just grew interest to like, why am I sitting on this? I need to take my diaper off. So then he would pee. It was much harder to teach him to poop in the potty than it was to pee in the potty. But I think that's also a common thing. Like kids are scared to shit. 
I've heard about that. They think it's like literally part of them. Yeah. Like they're so scared. And so Jackson, um, he finally, he got to a point where he was peeing on the potty, never had a pee diaper. Um, and then I could pretty much pinpoint times of the day that he would be taking a shit. And so he would regularly eat, go to his playroom and I knew he was going to try to crap his pants. And so (laughs) I would (laughs) just go and see what he was up to and tell him that I smelled something. And I would be like, Jackson, that is so ugly to do that in your pants. Like that messes up your pants and it just makes you have sad pants. Sad pants. (laughs) (laughs) And then eventually he just like stopped crapping his pants and started going the potty. Like once he went in the potty the first time, then that was it. Like he didn't have any more crap accidents, but I think it was just like that general fear of actually having to do it in the toilet. Um, but I don't think that I really had a method to what I was doing. I think it was just communication with Jackson, learning his communication style and what was effective, um, and really gauging their true readiness to, to do it. And if they're not ready, you're going to drive yourself crazy by trying to make them do it if you're ready, but they're not. That's good advice. I've also heard about like, with boys, the Cheerios or something, and you, like, make them aim. And I'm just oh. like, well, that didn't work with my husband, so I don't know. Because the aim's off. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Are you that type of person that gets pissed off when you go into the bathroom and you see, like, pee stains everywhere? Yes. And my favorite thing is when I go into the bathroom and I step in something and there was like no, ma'am. a dot of pee on the floor. And I'm just like, I just stepped in your pee and I didn't sign up for this. When we said I do, that was not like, I am happy to do that. I'm not. Okay. First of all, like how did Cor- Corey miss? So Corey, sorry for calling you out. But like, how did he miss to the point that he got it on the floor? So like, it'll be like, like I, I would see like basically splatter. And I'm like, I'm confused. And he's like, well, you got to <laughs> shake it out. And I'm like... Okay, why are men like that? Like, why do they have to like shake it all around? It's like it's flinging <laughs> everywhere. That's the that's why there's like overspray. I'm like, I don't. Can't you just dab it? Yeah, like why don't you just get like a tissue and just like pat, dab pat. it? I don't just under, a little pat, I don't know. pat 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 on the tip and then call it a day. Because frankly, when I go to sit down on the toilet <laughs> and I see that you have dribbled mm-hmm. on the toilet, I'm I'm pissed about it. Well, I'm yeah, upset. and, like, also, I feel like it, like, you can smell it, and it just drives me insane. Dear God. Like. You know? No. I hate, more than anything, a dirty bathroom. hmm Like, no. Like, you need to take your dribble somewhere else. Actually, I don't even have anybody to dribble, so, like, it's fine. <laughs> like, Jackson doesn't use my bathroom, so it's just, you're, like, in his bathroom. Yeah, if you're, like, dribble elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, dri- dribble on somewhere else. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll inspect I'll inspect Will's toilets next time I go to his house to see if there's there's any dribble going on there. You're gonna have to do it on camera. Like, I'm gonna see if he learned anything from being married to me. <laughs> the answer's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, next question. How do you make your mental health a priority every day? Um, you know, this is also a hard question. I feel like I have had to get better at this over 
a period of years. I think I'm way better now than I was before. Um, but a lot of this has to do with control for me. So once I was able to relinquish some control and Kristen can attest to this, like it is a very freeing thing to realize that not everything in your life you can control. And once you do relinquish some of that, I feel like my mental health got better. So then I could focus on things that I actually could control. And while focusing on the things that I could control, one of those things was working on myself and my mental health. I stay consistent with therapy every week. Um, I know that's not realistic for some, but it's something that I have truly prioritized in my life. And I think that that I need it. And I've made a lot of progress in that area, um, going through the stuff with my parents and the stuff with Jackson and the divorce and relationship stuff. Like, I don't know where I would be without therapy. So I do think that prioritizing that every single week keeps me on track. But also I feel all out of sorts if I do not listen, watch, attend church on Sundays. And I've talked about that as well. Like I feel like my entire week's off. Um, and in a way I do feel like my mental health struggles when I'm not tuning in and focused. Okay. That's fair. Um, someone asked, can you and Kale do the icks about the, about each other trend? Cause we would love to hear it. Yes, but we'll have to do it on coffee combos. Yeah, for sure. I think that would be so funny. Okay. Wait, I cannot think honestly, Okay, our icks would probably be very different mm -hmm. from when we started podcasting until now. Maybe you could do like icks back in 2017 and icks now. Yeah, because they would be totally different. Yeah. Because <laughs> the stuff that like would piss me off about Kill back in the day doesn't phase me. Literally, today. literally her use of fuck would piss you off. Yeah. And now I think you curse. Someone called you out and said you curse more than she does now. And it's so funny. <laughs> I'm just like, well, because it goes back to that comment that I was saying earlier about being a perfectionist and uh -huh. like, I'm not signing up to do that anymore. Yeah. No. Like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Someone said, how do you plan out your week and do your weeks always look the same? Actually, you can probably answer this question better than me. Uh, the weeks definitely never look the same ever. <laughs> ever. Um, even if it looks like – I feel like there's always, like, a framework of the week and then things just, like, pop up and get filled in in between. Um, I think literal, literally the only consistency Lindsay has in her schedule is probably the gym. Literally. And if I go MIA for, like, a couple of hours, you know I'm at the gym. Yeah. So it's, like, gym. Pilates is not even consistently on the same day – on the same days of the week. So that's not consistent. Um the best thing I can say is like, as far as how we plan them out is I try not to like overpack and I try to, I try not to overpack the schedule. And I also try to make sure that the days that you don't have Jackson, you have more stuff going on so that it's not getting scheduled on the days you do have him because I already know like you're missing time when he's with Will. So you don't want to be like taking time away from him when you have him and like yeah. you have the flexibility to do that, thankfully. So that's kind of how we try to like frame out your weeks. Yeah. So sometimes it doesn't end up working out like that because there's just like not enough days in the week. So sometimes I do have to do stuff whenever I have Jackson. I hate that, but I also know that that's normal for everyone, right? Like 
you have obligations and you have things that you have to take care of. And um, it was actually something that Will and I used to kind of argue about where he'd be like, can't you just like plan your life better? And I'm like, well, I could plan my life better if there was like a solution to this, but like this literally has to be done on this day and I have to do it this day. Um, sometimes it just ends up working out that way. Like, uh, recording trips or content trips or whatever, you know, like sometimes that complete, no, not sometimes it completely jacks up our weeks. Really it ends up jacking up two weeks kind of because it goes like my travel. If I travel, it jacks up two weeks because it's like at the end of a week and then a start of a week. So then it's just flopped. Yeah. We just hold on for dear life during those times. Yes, we do. <laughs> okay. Last question. How far are we on the Christmas shopping list? I've literally bought three things. Out of how many? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I literally told – I literally texted you a couple of hours ago and I said, hey, put on my schedule to remind me to buy Christmas presents. Yeah, this is true. And no one would think that I was like this, honestly. Like everybody would – Everybody thinks you're type A. <laughs> I literally imagine everybody would assume that – all of my Christmas presents were already wrapped. Like I had this diligent list. I was really like working on it. No, I am truly the most unorganized person in the world. And I'm a procrastinator. I'm like a last minute doer for stuff like that, um, which could be good and bad because you probably are going to get a better gift <laughs> if I wait until the last minute because I have to buy you something more expensive at that point. Um, or... I'm just going to pretend like the holiday didn't come and then just like fuck it all. I definitely last year did that and I totally forgot about like Christmas until literally two days before and Corey's birthday is the 21st. So that was like my focus. And then I just like forgot to like see past that and everybody got gift cards. Like Corey went out to Walgreens on Christmas, Goodbye. bought everybody gift cards and I just literally like frisbeed them at everyone. And I was like, Merry Christmas. That was literally my sister and I last Christmas. We were at like Walgreens or CVS or something like that. And it was literally like on Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve. And we were just buying just mounds of gift cards. And we were like, we don't know who these are for, but they are for whoever didn't get anything. So <laughs> that's that's who these belong to. Oh, my God. Yeah, you had a ton of submissions, though, for questions. So you'll definitely have to do some more on your Instagram stories now that you're not on your deathbed. Thank God. That's not You know what I will say? I have been sick more this year than I think that I have been ever. And I don't know if it is a combination of stress or, and, like, anxiety and sadness or if I just keep getting unlucky. I think it's I think it has a lot to do with you being run down like emotionally, physically, you know. Yeah, just like being unwell. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of like attracts unwell attracts unwell. Okay, I want to read the weekly tea. Okay, I found this on Reddit and I was like cuz we need people to start submitting their tea. So Okay, first of all, I don't go on Reddit. We know that at this point, it's just like not a nice place for me to be because I'm going to end up cussing some folks out. So yeah, well, I was just, you know, shopping around for some gossip, seeing what was out there. And this came up and I was like, Ooh, I'm this taking is it. Good. 
Okay. My office manager has a huge, giant, massive HR case being built against her because she's been pulling royally shady shit. Last year, some of us had been having issues with system access at my job. Thankfully, not me. It's a known issue and it's been getting fixed here and there, but then it rears its head again. Anyway, about five or six months ago, a friend of mine in another department started losing access. My office manager, who is my boss's boss, she runs the whole friggin' what is it? She runs the whole friggin' I have no Megila Megilla. I don't know. I have no idea what that word is. She runs. We're just gonna say she runs the whole friggin' place. Mm-hmm. Tells me this. Tells this person to go home for the day since you don't have system access, and specifically told that it wouldn't be held against her. So what the hell? It's not like she can do her job anyway, right? So she goes home. This happened about eight more times where she comes to work and her systems don't work and she's told to go home. Now fast forward about two weeks before the year ended. The the girl who's been being sent home gets called over by her manager and told she has to sign a final written warning. When asked why, she's told it's because she has used all her FMLA and sick leave. Oh, shit. Wait, what? She said that it is not possible and ask her for proof before signing the document. Her manager pulls up all the times and days it was used, and lo and behold, it was every single time she was told to go home because of system access. Oh. (laughs) What the fuck? This is, of course, illegal as shit. My coworker did not choose to go home. She did not choose to use her FMLA and sick leave. My office manager did that for her. So just about three weeks ago, my coworker gets called into our office manager's office and is told that she needs to give up her medical records. Oh, Wait, what? my God. Also illegal as fuck. She declined and told her that she would not do that and is still not signing the final written warning. She then proceeded to call HR with all of this, who then tells her, it's funny, you should bring this to our attention because you're not the only one who's called us about things like this happening with her. We're building a case against her as we speak. Shit's about to go down and I'm fucking here for it. I hate my job and I've actively been looking for a new one. But part of me wants to stick around and see if they tote her ass off to jail or the mass shit show that will happen when she's fired. First of all, like, I want to know who wrote this and, like, if I can message them because I'm not going to lie. Like, I would not want to get fired until I saw, like, what happened. And, like, why is she doing this? This is a psychopath. Literally has to be, like, some type of weird-ass power trip. But, like... I'm la- I don't know what's like more interesting about this, you know, the this thing that I found because it's like the story itself is crazy, but the reaction of the person writing it is just so funny. Like they're so here for the drama. <laughs> they're so here for the workplace drama. She's like, I am here. I want to stick around for this. Like I cannot wait to see this all unfold. Not going to lie, though. I'm just so like, okay, so HR typically like they work on behalf of the company. So like, that has to be really bad if they're, like, basically saying, like, no, like, we're taking your side and fuck this employee. Like, first, you know, fuck the boss. First of all, could you imagine, okay, if if I was working corporate and someone told me to go home because the system was broken and I couldn't work anyway and I came back and they were like, ma'am, you took a sick day? I'd be absolutely not. I was not sick. Like, I was specifically <laughs> here. I was not sick on that day. Yep. I'm going to be sick on Monday, but I'm not sick it's not on today. that day. Right. And no, like I'm not, 
Oh my no. God, I'd be so mad. This is why it's so important to get everything in writing. Like if I, if I can say anything about this, it's like, don't even, if you think something's weird and like, you know, just cover your ass and make sure you get shit in writing. First of all, I don't even care if I think it's weird at this point. I don't do anything unless it is in writing. Like Amen. I will be on the phone with somebody and be like, okay, so I'm going to send a follow-up email about this conversation that we just had. And I just need you to send a confirmation that you received the email. Yeah. And that's like the best, one of the best things to do though. Like I, I cannot. That's insane. I want to know what happens as well. I know. I'm like really invested. I'm like, where whoever you wrote this on Reddit, like, <laughs> I hope if, you're listening. <laughs> I hope you're listening. And if you are listening, I hope that you tell us what happens to this bitch. Cause we are invested. All right, guys, if you have not subscribed to the Southern Tea, you can do that by searching the Purple Podcast app, type in the Southern Tea, click subscribe, click the fifth star and leave us a written review. You can also find us on Spotify and always first at Podcast One. I hope you guys all have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.